The Mood and Food podcast is sponsored by Igenis Healthcare Nutrition in Cambridge, UK. Igenis have kindly agreed to offer listeners to the podcast a special 20% discount on their complete range of high-quality supplements for your mental and physical health. Just add the code ADVITALITY, A-D-D-V-I-T-A-L-I-T-Y in capitals at checkout and your order will be discounted by 20%. And the website at igenus.com contains some great articles and health information too. That's I-G-E-N-N-U-S dot com. Hi, this is Andrew Bridgewater, Chartered Psychologist, and I'm creating episode 34 of the Mood and Food podcast from a YouTube video, so you can watch it either way, depending on which is your preference. And in episode 24, I want to talk about what is burnout and how to avoid it. And the reason for this topic is that it's something that I'm seeing increasingly partly as a consequence of fallout from the pandemic. And I also think that people are feeling um, quite a lot more pressure these days to uh, deliver at work. And um, working from home isn't necessarily easier for many people. And the lack of social contact, the uh, tendency to work even more hours than people have done when they're in the office, um, can really contribute to burnout and many people are doing what we're calling a hybrid approach at the moment so they're spending maybe a couple of days a week in the office and three days a week working from home which may seem to help but but it hasn't necessarily and I want to give you a couple of examples of from people that I've worked with very recently what they've experienced and what we can learn from their experience the first person um, somebody very senior working in um, financial services who's really struggled, particularly through the pandemic, and found that stress was building to a point where he actually um, needed to take a complete break from work. Um, And in doing that, he started to recover, but it's taking a considerable time and is quite a challenge. Because what happens with um, burnout is that um, burnout is a result of uh, continuing for too long too hard often at things we think we're good at and this relates to a concept called leadership derailment which comes from a company called Hogan in the United States and the principle of leadership derailment is basically that you can um, overplay strengths so somebody who's very good at detail who's used detail throughout their career to great effect can find themselves as a leader under sustained pressure, by which I mean two months of really challenging stress, not a few bad days in the office, and they actually risk becoming a micromanager, so taking work home, not delegating effectively, interfering with other people's work, and the consequence of that could well be that ultimately they'll burn out. They just can't continue at that pace. And it's called leadership derailment because what happens when a train comes off the tracks is you don't just plonk it back on again, as you might with a train set. You actually have to close the line, repair the tracks, repair any damage to the train, put it back on. And so it can take months for somebody to come back from burnout um, if they've derailed. So what I want to um, help you do is to avoid the risk of burnout in your life. Um, And that's the purpose of this short session. Somebody else I've been working with is actually having some real work-life balance problems. Haven't had a holiday for two years. Um, 
it says they're not experiencing stress symptoms, but actually definitely work is out of out of balance with life. Not that it's ever 50-50, it's different for everybody. Um, but this is causing problems in his personal life and potentially could cause health problems, which are not seen yet, not manifested yet. But I always describe crack, stress as the crack of least resistance. It will, it will find it rather like water flowing through rocks will find a crack. And um, therefore, we do need to pay attention to these things. So just a couple of examples there, very recent, very current of people that I'm actually working with in this space. So what I want to encourage you to do is to become more self-aware around what's going on. Other people will often notice a risk of burnout before you do. You know, a partner, wife, husband may say, you're, you're a bit cranky these days. What's going on with you? Or you seem to be waking up in the middle of the night, not being able to go back to sleep. Or you've got some neck pain or some backache or some other symptoms which seem to be fairly persistent. And we need to pay attention to those. That's the crack of least resistance. It's the way that stress is initially manifesting in your life. And if you don't pay attention to it, it can become chronic where it can lead to really long-lasting, sustained problems, such as the ones that I've just been describing. Um, and my experience of burnout occurred in 2006, and I've written about it extensively in my book, Fit for Business, How to Deal with Stress and Enjoy a Healthy Work-Life Balance. And basically what happened was I worried myself to death over a business problem and kept trying harder and harder to solve the problem. But actually in doing so, I burned out. Mine was quite an extreme case. I spent six weeks in a psychiatric hospital with severe stress. Um, taught me a huge amount about dealing with stress, which is why I've made it my life's work to help people deal with stress before it becomes a major life challenge. Because if you have uh, an illness which can leave you with permanent symptoms like a stroke, heart attack, uh, or something like that, um, life will never be the same again. And I don't want to make this uh, over exaggerate the situation, but it can be very serious. And therefore being self-aware enough to know what's going on, to pay attention to your early warning signs can be absolutely crucial. So the first thing to do is to recognize your early warning signs, preferably make some notes, um, jot some things down about things that ways that stress manifests for you and how you're feeling in your mind and body so that you can pay more attention to it when it's actually occurring. And the second thing you need to do is to talk to somebody who truly understands what you're experiencing. Um, because many people kind of keep going for too long. They realise they've got a challenge, but actually they think they can just think their way out of it. And there's a wonderful Einstein quote. Um, you can't use the same level of thinking uh, to solve a problem as created the problem in the first place. In other words, you do need to go deeper. You need to operate differently and think differently uh, in order to deal with stress in the short term and also the long term. And I'd also say reach out and listen to or buy the, um, the book version, the paper book, paperback or the, um, the e-book version of Fit for Business, How to Deal with Stress and Enjoy a Healthy Work-Life Balance, where it took about not only my personal experience, but the changes that I've made and I've helped others made around psychology and lifestyle to actually deal with stress at source. Some of this isn't well known, but it's hugely profound and powerful. So post pandemic, I think we are even more at risk of burnout, I feel, than we were during the pandemic itself, where we were kind of struggling to cope. 
So it's a particularly important topic at the moment. Please educate yourself around it for the sake of your loved ones, if, if, if not for yourself, because it's crucial that you're able to deal with these problems before they become life changing. So this is Andrew Bridgewater, Chartered Psychologist, and I wish you every success and I look forward to speaking to you on the next edition of the Mood and Food podcast. Bye for now.